Hello, and welcome to the Etsy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McRoberts. Also, hello and welcome to the first next step in a new chapter, we'll call it, uh, of this podcast's growth and evolution and history. I'm really glad you're here. In fact, you being here is what makes the podcast worth it for me, which leads me to the reasoning behind this kind of new growth. I'll say this thing when I show up in places where I get to speak or uh, lead or even play music that what really drives me nowadays, and it's been true for a while, is not so much what I get to bring to the table or what wisdom I have in me, but whether or not there's something good, true, and beautiful happening where I'm showing up. In other words, I can bring the best of what I've got, and it just wouldn't matter if what I've got doesn't contribute to something good, true, and beautiful already happening where I'm trying to deliver it or bring it or plant it. It's what's happening in you. It's your life, the richness and the development of the growth, the depth of your life that actually makes what I do worth putting in public. And so in an effort to make my life a tad more cohesive and to more faithfully contribute to what's going on in your life as it exists, I'm going to be taking some of the questions that I get on Mondays at Instagram where I do a regular Q&A session and making a podcast episode out of some of those responses, some of those answers, because those are the conversations that I think are driving a lot of us not just to social media, but to the books we're reading, to the churches we're attending, or to the churches we're no longer attending. Again, it's what's going on in you that interests and drives me. That's why I pick the interviews I pick, because I think this person or this person or this person might be speaking more faithfully, wisely into the things going on with you. So I'm going to start doing this pretty regularly, where I'll take some questions from my Q&A sessions online, specifically at Instagram, and making a podcast episode out of them. I, I think that this will be a really, really fun way for you and I to remain in really faithful conversation. And so, without further ado, let's take a swing at this new facet of the podcast. One of the questions I got this week was a really simple question. They said, is going to church a priority? It's a really simple question that has a lot of layers to it, not just as a question, but also in my particular response to it. Part of my response at Instagram to the question, is going to church a priority, was that I said, it kind of depends on what your priorities are in general. And here's what I mean. Church, as I understand it, is largely a way to intentionally practice the divine gift of life with other people. Now, certainly there are facets of regular church attendance that mean I can worship God, particularly in music, and that I can be taught or I can learn. Uh, also that I get to join people in efforts that actually you know, bring justice to the world or beautify the world. But those aspects of what we've called, quote, church over the past 40 to 70 years, they're pretty accessible without regularly gathering with the same people. Which is to say, I think that the thing that makes going to church irreplaceable, if it is, is that I can create a sustainable and predictable life pattern with people with whom I want to do those things, to worship God with these particular people, or learn and be taught with and by these particular people, to do justice with these particular people. So if it's the people part of going to church that's irreplaceable and essential, and I would suggest that it is, then my priority has to be relationship, it has to be community, it has to be people. 
part of practicing that gift means being in a place where I can be supported and helped and challenged and guided. It also means being somewhere I can be a support and a help and a guide. In other words, if my priority is to get some of the things a church expression offers, then the people part is going to seem like an obstacle at some point. And that's really problematic. Because if there's anything consistent about our poor practice of church, it is the treatment of people as anything other than people, and particularly as means to any kind of end. Whether that's institutional leadership, treating people like points in some sort of cultural game, or it's congregates, treating church staff like vending machines or search engines or anything other than emotionally complicated, precious children of God. A friend of mine on the East Coast recently remarked that close to 70% of the people in his area who left their congregations during the pandemic never returned to that same congregation. A good number of those people went to other congregations, but another good-sized group of those people just didn't go back to anywhere at all. There's a good bit of analysis being done by experts right now about why folks aren't going back to church. Here's what I understand. That having prioritized the features of church as a product, a lot of people discovered that they could get those same features online or somewhere else without being mixed up in the mess of people. In other words, after years of conversations about not being too focused on our programs a lot of church cultures were exposed for being too dependent on our programming. In the long run, I think this moment is a good moment. It forces a moment of deep reconsideration and the opportunity to bet on resurrection and newness. Good leaders don't want to live the way we've lived. They care too much about people and want to see folks grow in faith and in love. I think there are a lot of good leaders who are actively, even if it's had precariously, in the very beginning stages of a very difficult and very necessary reinvention of what it looks like to do, and more vitally, be church. See, along with what has been exposed about church cultures, what has been revealed is that there are a lot of folks whose critique of church, capital C church, actually comes from a place of growth and maturity. One might even consider those critiques a fruit of the Spirit's work in God's people. And these are folks who are ready to take into their grasp whatever they can wisely and lovingly get their hands and hearts around and help make something new with it. So if your priority is to be a part of that process, then now is a good time to get in, as it were, and go to church. But... If your interest is in getting something like what was being offered before, I fear you might not get what you want and only be disappointed. But even more than that, I fear you might end up making that process of rethinking and reimagining and newness at least a little bit harder for the complicated and precious beloved ones you'd find there.